Hello, dear Potters. It's Erin McGuire, your co-host, here to invite you to a historic taping. That's right, on Friday, April 8th at 7.30 and 9.30 p.m., I will be recording my debut comedy album at QED Astoria in Queens, New York, and I want you to be there. There's going to be booze. There's going to be laughs. I promise you, the tears will roll down your legs. So go to QEDAstoria.com or ErinMcGuire.com for tickets to be part of the fun on Friday, April 8th. Let's cue the typewriter. Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that. My wife is working on a casino woman here, Abby. She thinks way too much of She had to get married. Dear Pod. Take me to buy cigarettes, will you? There's a Kmart down the street. Alwan de Greer's driving school. Why are you rolling the windows down? <sighs> oh my! I don't know. I just thought I'd not live. get cancer today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've named the car Alwan de Greer That's in honor of you and in honor of this podcast. Uh, so if you go back and uh, find episode God, like 50 or something, that was a long time ago we talked about Alwan de Greer. Uh, that was before a pandemic, before World War Three. <sighs> Before $6 a gallon. Um, $6 a gallon. I am not paying $6 a gallon for... I'll have a venti cappuccino <laughs> with two pumps. Great, that'll be ten forty-five. I'm not paying $6 for any gas. But... I turned into the old person in the elevator. I think I'm 65. and I know you're like, 65. There's like a, a younger homosexual, mm-hmm. and he's like taking his trash out. He's like... Sorry, my trash smells. I'm like, well, it's trash. <laughs> Did you say that to him? I, I, no, I kind of was like, don't say it. But like, I said it. like With, you know, with your eyes. Yeah, like. Mm, but you've got trash. so much Botox in your eyes, that kid's probably like, he's really surprised like, wow. to see me. Wow, I guess he didn't expect anyone to get in the elevator. Shocking. And uh, then I said, um, I looked down and he wasn't wearing, it was like, you know, 10 degrees out the other day. I'm like, wow, no socks? It's cold out. And then I, I caught, and then I like caught myself, and I was like, "Says the old person in the elevator, well, yeah. who says that? Why would I say that?" That's I everybody's mom, right and that's there. what I said to him. Like I, I just didn't stop saying what was going through my head, like my inner monologue, like, "Wow, no socks, that's bold. It's cold out. Aren't you going to be cold?" Um, I think that's what I said. Aren't you going to be as if I had like I have a pair of extra socks in my bag? Okay, I was literally about to say, if you ask the question, "Aren't you going to be cold?" Then that would tip the scales, or, or if you had said. You're going to catch your death. Then I would say you're a 65-year-old woman. You're going to catch your death out there. What's wrong with you? Bundle up. I have body dysmorphia, like, kicking in 100% this morning. Why? What started this I morning? I just feel old. <gasps> then we're in the same exact spot. I said to uh, to I'm... Jules the other day as I was walking with him, I'm like, do I look chonky? I feel oh chonky. God. I feel I like, I, I just want, I don't want to feel like, uncomfortable in my pants i just feel like are you and meanwhile jim's like walking hand in hand with a string of hair (laughs) (laughs) you guys erin she's right here she's nearly hey you guys i don't see what you see at all i see uh things that weren't there two years ago um you know maybe you should stop looking at all mirrors as long as the pants fit as loves as long as the if the glove don't fit, must quit. But the glove, is the glove fitting? 
I don't know. I can't tell anymore. I can't tell because I have uh, three stages of skinny jeans. I have skinny. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. And these are really tight. I can't breathe. And then I forget which one is which. So then when I am having this day and I can't figure out where I'm at mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I put on the wrong ones, I'm like, oh, no. They're your Goldilocks pants. I'm like, this is not, this is, I'm, I'm plus size. Which today. one is just right? I don't remember. Say? Like don't your, remember. your most relaxed skinny jean? Yeah. But then it's like, wait, that doesn't feel right either. It's as if I need to be punished by my own pants. Oh. You know, when people are like, oh, you, skinny jeans are out. I said, let me tell you a little something. They keep you accountable. It, true. They, they they're do. accountability pants. But then there's the ones that you have that you're like, I don't know why I own them because they're really not that flattering and they don't feel right, even though I know that I feel fine. I'm literally picturing the exact pair of pants that is in my closet right now as you were saying that. And what's upsetting to me is that that used to be just right. It used to be the Goldilocks pants. I don't remember them anymore. I have the, maybe 25 pairs of the same black jean. And they just rotate. You're like, it's like when you see Homer Simpson's closet and mm-hmm. it's just white shirts, blue yeah. pants. Yeah. Yeah. Once you find what works for you, I'm getting to that point with fashion where I'm like, this works. Buy it in every color. Uh huh. And I we'll mean, just rotate through. I, I was like, I have like a closet full of sweaters. And I'm like, I defaulted to the same thing that I normally, I, I wear three different things when I do a podcast. With oh, 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 yes. Always. This turtleneck it always shows up. My camo pants always on. And I'm sure Jules is looking at it being like, what? You have like 60 other pairs of pants. But here's what I don't understand about Jules. Are you ready? Yeah. Like when you come home at the end of a long day, do you want to get in your comfy clothes as soon as you get in the house? Or do Mm. you stay in your jeans until you go to sleep? Kind of, yeah. That second part. Yeah. I don't. What's wrong with you people? Well, why... I mean, don't you want to... They're not comfortable. That is not... As soon as I get home, I want to be like, Bleh! Like, I just rip like, all I the give up. Off. I have nothing to give to James. Absolutely. He doesn't care. No. We went through a pandemic together. Do you think he saw anything good happening there? No. Maybe you're still together. It's really, it's really more of a legal matter at this oh, point. Okay. Is he still here? It's and like hunting. It's like, why do you, what, like, okay, I'm not in my, na- I'm not in my backyard. No. I'm in this tiger's backyard. It belongs to them. Right. Stay away. And I have a gun and like, I can't believe he attacked me. You came into, it's like, you came into, if I were the tiger, if I were Snugglepuss, I'm like, you came into my house even. <laughs> hey. You had a gun already. <laughs> That's the only tiger you would ever be, oh, is Snugglepuss. Like, Hello. Oh my oh, God, hi. he's kind of our, like, our Patronus. <laughs> He's like I the best. I can't even. I can't even. I've been saying what even since before even? I was trendy to say even. Uh, look at me. Looking at you even. Oh you god. have a gun already. What did you come over here oh for? Oh my god. Why are you going to no shoot treats. me? Even? I've you... got even my makeup on. Do you want to wear my fur? I wear fur. I know it's tacky. <laughs> I can't even. I have my breakfast tie on even. Oh. What are you pointing the gun at me for Why even? Why are you hanging out with Tony the Tiger? Heavens to Murgatroyd. You're great. Heavens to Murgatroyd. <laughs> But like I don't like that. Any adventure that involves somebody else's atmosphere that doesn't like, belong. Here to comes me. some stampeding elephants. I don't think we should be here. Could you I imagine don't think if we, we ran here. with the bulls, though? Let's be real. No, 
I cannot. That's another thing. It's <laughs> like these things. I'm like, of turns behind me. I, I mean, if you if we were if they were just to show us clips of these things that people do, I would be looking at them like I don't understand why you're here. I'm sweating just watching. I, like it. I don't know. I I just be like, I, I think I'd be like one of the people in the, like above the running of the bulls being like, I don't know why you're here. Why are you doing this? <laughs> why? I'd be, I'd be the person next to you going, be supportive. They've made a decision for their life. Okay, just let's be support. Way to run with the bulls. And then if you're the bull, it's like, I, I'm just trying to get back to my house. You brought me here to your village. I have horns on. Get out of my way. Yeah, I'm not. I I Look, I drive I in New Jersey. That's the closest I will ever come to running of the bulls. And not True. for nothing, but these guys wear white pants when they run the bulls. Which I think well, because is you can't wear red. Be- no, but I would wear brown pants because I would be shitting myself. Well, it'd be like, oh my God, look at all that bullshit. They're always the- no, th- that came from the humans. Or like a bucking bronco. It's like. Why do people want to like, do right. that? Oh, that's good. And he's like bucking you off. You're like, why do I want? You've just like severed my vertebrae. Yes. And I haven't even gotten out of the gate yet. But do you know they're doing that for kids? That kids are getting trained in these like rodeos? Mm-hmm. And they have like smaller bulls for the babies, you know, for the preteens and whatnot. So they put these kids on little bulls. I just watched a thing about this. It was not too long ago. I don't know why. Me and Jules, we have reached the end of the internet when we're like, oh, kids on bulls. And it was like a documentary basically being like, here's how we're going to train you. And and the kids get really into it. And the parents get disappointed in the kids if they let go of the bull. Can you imagine that kind of PTSD working through that? Literally start on sheep. They what? Yeah. They ride like big sheep. Oh, I thought yeah. you said on the cheap. I'm like, a cheap what? <laughs> a cheap what? You would have What's to start in- me on like a golden retriever <laughs> like, at this age. <laughs> I just there are just these things that I just don't like. I, Who started it and why is it still a thing? Like, hi, I'm gonna be, um, I'm going to be airlifted and then dropped on top of this mountain, and now you have to get down. Why? Why? Who said that? Well, or it's like Everest. It's like, isn't that great? No. If it was great, it would, there'd be a 7-Eleven at the top. Well, we could ask John Beatty, former guest no. of the pod here. Say that, like, it was, it was that really I don't sh- mind. I'm curious because I, en- I enjoy an endurance trial. That's not endurance. That's unnecessary. But that is. It's unnecessary endurance. You don't so have you to, to do it topic. to yourself. Wow. Hey, high five. Uh, he's dead. Oh, okay. I don't understand these things. Why are people But wait, doing would this? you do, any, because I am, I, I'd say I'm an adrenaline junkie as long as it's a controlled adge- adrenaline release. Like, like I what? love a theme park. I love thrill rides. Okay. I could be dropped out of a plane and I could possibly bungee jump. Okay. I, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was raised on Jaws, therefore I am horribly afraid of the water. Ditto. I also was raised by watching Psycho and Psycho 2, so I don't really like basements. Um, oh, also because I thought you were going to say knives. That went in a different direction. No. Nobody likes a basement. People do. We I mean, like a sub-basement. <laughs> I, I like walk into like, like people's homes and like, oh, let's, let's hang out, you know, in the basement. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. No, like putting a rec I'm room okay. in a basement. Yeah. yeah. So like, so uh, anything to do with the water, not really into. Same. Um, unless I'm skiing on a lake. But then it's like, then there's alligator. I mean, I've seen every like horror, like they've. People have, growing movies up, have made us terrified made it, of water. Um, amazingly like. Alive? No, I don't want to. I don't want to. <gasps> I don't want to eat your ass, especially if you're dead. I'll eat it if it's not. If you're not, if you're alive, <laughs> I'll eat it if not, you're enjoying it. Right, but not on the top of this mountain. Do you know how disappointed those sharks would be if they got me? Yes. 
They'd be I like, do. this is sinew. You'd be like a plastic flosser. Why does it taste like whiskey? <laughs> Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Charles Groton. <laughs> I'm Kathy Rigby. <laughs> We're coming to you from the Maha'a bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? I just want to be loved. That's so wrong. Wow. Is that the Harvey Firestein show on <laughs> SNL? <laughs> what if you were gay, B? Would you find me attractive? What if you were gay for us? Because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby. We're putting them in front of the TV and telling them not to sit too close to the screen because it will ruin their eyesight. We're reading their articles, damn it. That's what we do this week and all weeks. So follow us on your social medias at DearPodOfficial, on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. Check out our website where you can binge every last sexy little episode, DearPodOfficial.com. Did I say something wrong? You looked me in the eyes. No. Don't ever challenge me again okay. by looking me in the eyes. Look away, Charles Grodin. Look away. Then look into us, dear Pod. <laughs> Deeply. Look into yeah. us. DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. Send us an email. If you send us an advice question, we'll answer it on the air. You could be that lucky individual who receives advice from people who are totally unqualified. What a blessed event. And then check out our YouTube page, DearPodOfficial, across the board on all these things. But the most important thing is our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Dear Pod Official, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week. Well, where can everybody be in uh, a few weeks? I have got to pimp out a very special uh, event that is fast approaching. Oh, my God. Do I feel ready? No, I don't. But hopefully I will be by April 8th, because on Friday, April 8th, at 7.30 and 9.30, you can come and see me live at QED Astoria in Queens, mm-hmm. Astoria, Queens, yes. where I will be taping my very first debut comedy album. That's right. We're gearing up, baby. We're coming into the home stretch. We're within the month of it, which is nuts to say. It is coming up fast and furiously, and uh, I'll be, be drinking. Great. You looked me in the eyes again. I told you not to challenge me by looking me in the eyes. That's because I was coming. So I, I can't like even. Contact. Ew! What? What? <laughs> What what Did, what have I said? I just what, you don't want me to come yet. If you want to come, come to QED Astoria just, Friday, April. If 8th. you feel like coming, look me in the eyes yes. and buy a ticket and challenge me. Tickets are only ten bucks, which is very very That's affordable. Oh. No, it's oh no, it's it's on the cheap. How large the, is the venue? It's not large. That's why I feel like everybody get your tickets now because tickets are already starting to sell. I think it's like I want to say a fifty. Seat venue, mm-hmm. maybe more if we open up that uh, Do they that serve partition, food? um, like snacky things, but not like food. Food. It's not like you can get you know a steak. Wouldn't that be great if you did? Fajitas. If you are going like into in a comedy club, exactly in the middle, right as a punchline is about to be delivered, hot stuff coming through. <laughs> <laughs> Who got the chicken fajitas? You spent all morning straightening your hair, and then the the sizzler <laughs> comes by, and then all of a sudden you you've it's got all an gone. Instant perm. My lashes just start dribbling down my face. <laughs> so you should have worn waterproof mascara if they're going to serve fajitas <laughs> up in here. I do. I'm very curious about like what food is served in clubs and what people order. I'm always fascinated by that, especially there's one club in the village. Where, and I don't know why people do it, they always get like, I'll have a strawberry daiquiri, I'll have a pina colada, 
they get frozen like alcoholic drinks during your set. Yes, and and there, we're not nothing is that far from anything. We're in New York City, so people right. are like getting blenders out, and you're like, so take my wife. I'll wait. I'll wait. I can wait. I can. I suddenly become a teacher. I can I'll wait. wait. Are you done? One more time. So mm. take my. Yeah, it's aggressive. It's like that woman when you opened that when you had you headline at Caroline's, you were just starting your. Oh my god! Like people don't understand as audience members that they're not watching TV. They don't understand they're in a live scenario, and this is before the pandemic, so it's gotten worse. You know. Correct. But when I headlined Caroline's. And they, like some random out of town couple who had no idea who I was, they just yanked them in from off the street, sitting in the front, in the absolute front row. I, I go to start the first joke, and I was like, "So anyway, I and you just hear I go, I have a cheese pizza <laughs> and a Pinot Grigio," and she's front and center. The waiter is not far away. No, there's no. You've seen how tight it is. <laughs> Was this your show that I was at? Yeah. Remember? And I was like, I can't not. I'm, this is the first thing out of the gate. And this woman ordered the loudest cheese pizza in the history of cheese pizza orders. Also, I'm like, cheese pizza? Like, where do you think you are? This is not Buca de Beppo. I was like, you're really rolling the dust. Cheese pizza! Buca de Beppo. Also, if you say cheese pizza enough, it ceases to become a word. <laughs> When you say it like that, you know exactly what kind of pizza that is. Oh, yeah. It's a Mama Celeste. It's a plastic pizza. Yeah, it's thawing in the kitchen right now. Cheese pizza! It's like just a layer of skin. Like the stuff we got away with eating, what was... No wonder when I look back, I'm like, God, it was puffy. Like like my eyes were retreating into my head and everything was puffy. You know what was sentimental that we got as snacks for lunch growing up? What? Certain time of year. Girl Scout cookies? Girl Scout cookies. <gasps> oh, I see what James is doing. Do you see what he did? He pulled us yes. back in. Because we're very excited. Speaking of junk food and stepping in it, my favorite topic that I think that we've ever approached that you pitched, Patty, which good for you. I don't know how you found this one. This week's theme, know. Girl Scout cookies. Yes. I love a Girl Scout cookie. And this time of year, I go after the Girl Scouts like they're crack dealers. Yes. Uh, they're, well, they're on the corners. Girl Scout cookies, at this time of year, I have a, a literal app on my phone called the Girl Scout Cookie Finder, and you put in wherever you are. It's a GPS. It finds you, and they're like, there's Girl Scouts 0.1 miles away, point negative five miles away, mm-hmm. and I'm following it like it's the tracker for Alien. Or like it's a grinder, but for Yes, grinder, but cookie for cookies. Grinder. It's my cookie grinder. <laughs> and these girls, I so I'm, I'm following the app. And I'm like, they said they'd be here. They said they'd be right here. Where are they? And I'm looking around manic, and I realize they're on the other side of the train. And I was like, there they are, like fully get hit by a train. Yeah, of course. I run up to them like they're they're my heroine. And I'm like, ah, I'll take one box of Thin Mints, two boxes of Samoas. Do you have any more of those s'mores? Why are you out of s'mores? Can you give me some more s'mores? <laughs> you pull the dollars out of your bra. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damp. They're like, ma'am, we can't take these. This is gross. I think I have a coin in my underwear. Let me just see it's if okay. I can. It's okay. I, this one's on us. This box <laughs> is on us. But So I found the Girl Scout cookies this year, and, and they were selling in front of the Bank of America, which, you know. Smart when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Just take the money right out of the ATM. Just, Actually, I just walk mm. right up and give the girls my ATM card. Yeah. 
I'm it's, like, just here's here's. Do you, have you girls ever seen a checkbook before? <laughs> write write this out to cash. Fifty American dollars for all the Samoas. I'll take the whole table. I'm gonna take it all. So I have my plan. I always have to get two boxes of Samoas. I'm not crazy about thin mints. I feel like the best, the way they're best, is in the freezer. Correct. Which I have yet to put these thin mints in the freezer. Well, it's, I need okay. to get around to it. Um, but my newest favorite is a s'more. Have you had the s'mores? Yes. These girls I can't did buy not. Any of these fucking cookies. You have Just, to understand, it's wicked dangerous. Yes. But they didn't have s'mores, and my reaction was <laughs> pretty aggressive. <laughs> I came in on. Like, I was like, "Wait, where's the s'mores?" We just don't have any. No, no, no. Go back there. Go back wherever Mm. these came from, that van or whatever, and get me s'mores. Mm, We don't have any. S'mores. Yeah, no. I can wait. Oh, okay. We still don't have any. I can wait for them. Call John Q. Girl Scout and get her. (laughs) But they had a a sample tray out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I need to speak to a manager. Can I speak to your manager? Mom. (laughs) <laughs> okay, you're the manager. Well, I'm her mother. Um, so you're the manager. Uh, okay. Okay, are they making s'mores anymore? Do you okay. guys just choose not Ma'am, to keep them here? it's just Girl Scout cookies. They're like two dollars a box. Then give me a free box of trefoils because nobody likes those garbage cookies anyway. Okay. They are garbage cookies, but somebody wants them. They keep bringing the shortbreads <clears> back. <throat> those are great. That's what your grandma orders. Yes, trefoils. Well, like dip in like coffee. 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 Or a mocha, make a mocha. Coffee. Um, then I, but they had a free sample tray out, so they saved their asses. And it's the new cookie that they're rolling out this year in 2022. Which is? An adventureful. What? An adventureful. It's a mouthful to say. Adventureful. Yes, adventureful. What's in it? It's uh, it's it's, it's brownie inspired cookie. So it's like a dark chocolate cookie uh-huh. with some sort of. Caramel, no. not caramel center. It's not a gooey thing. So I've got adventurefuls. You'll they're upstairs. You'll try them. You'll enjoy them. Okay. You'll eat them. You'll live them. You'll love them. What is your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Anything with peanut butter. Oh, so you like the tag along? Yeah. There's a tag along, and then there's a dosi dough. The dosi dough is like a peanut butter sandwich. It's like a cream sandwich, but the oh, tag along. Yes, is it has peanut butter on it, and then it's enrobed in chocolate. So you like the peanut butter mm-hmm. items. <sighs> See? So you would never go for a Samoa first? I cannot not have a Samoa. Is that the coconut chip? Yes! Yeah, it's not my favorite. Really? You're like the only person in America. I bet you like trefoils. You're an old woman. If it's there, I'm going to eat it. Yeah, I'm an equal opportunity eater at this point of the cookies of Lake Girl Scouts. So let's do some articles on La Girl Scout cookies. Okay. Kick it. Boop. Okay, this is from the Greenwood Commonwealth, Greenwood, Mississippi, March 10th, 1986. Dear Abby, I am a concerned 71-year-old businessman. Less than an hour ago, my doorbell rang. When I opened the door, I saw a pretty young girl in a Girl Scout uniform. She had long blonde hair, large blue eyes, and a winning smile. I'm selling Girl Scout cookies, she announced brightly. Of course I bought some. She thanked me politely and proceeded on her way. As I watched her walk away with her blonde hair blowing in the wind, I thought, my God, that child is going from door to door facing strangers. 
How easy would it be for some sick or evil person to grab her and pull her inside and do God only knows what to that lovely, trusting child? You read about it in the papers nearly every day. I telephoned the Girl Scout headquarters and suggested that they have girls go either in pairs or with an adult to sell their cookies. Then I thought I would reach out to an even wider audience by writing to you. I hope you think this is worth publishing. Signed, Grandfather of Five. Do you know I picked up the exact same article and didn't even realize that it's Abby? No. <laughs> Luckily, I have a backup. Thank <laughs> God you're reading it. And I was like, I've read this before. Because I remember being like, blonde hair flowing in the wind. You dirty bird. I was like, what is... So her so answer descriptive. Is, Dear Grandfather, it is. And I thank you for your important message. She's like, e- enough. She's like, okay, Dateline. I know, enough. we've already, we, uh, please tell me exactly where you're writing this from so that we can have what's-his-name jump out of a bush or whatever and, and <laughs> blow up your spot. As I watched her beautiful blonde hair blowing in the wind, I just thought, wouldn't it be great to keep her in my basement and harvest her organs for, the, I've said too much. The doorbell I, rang and this young, supple, blonde, supple blonde hair blowing was. in the wind, large blue eyes. As she go from door to door, hawking her wares. A piece of manicotti stuck in between her braces. I am Dirty, dirty old grandpa, ew. As she said, three more toasty toes. <laughs> Seriously, I'm selling you sagalunks. Do you want to buy some boxes of my sagalunks and toasty toast? Yes, yes, I do. Now, stop talking. No, stop talking. We used to sell door-to-door. Now that you just said that, it reminded me. It does kind of seem strange. Took a lot to get those patches. You know, you got to earn those stupid patches. Uh, I mean, I oh, mean, yeah. Back in the day, a, we would go door-to-door. does have a point. Yeah. He's a creepy grandpa, but like, anybody. Good luck with your cookies. Where's Becky? She's doing Girl Scout cookies. Well, it's 11 it's p.m. Du- Where yeah, is she now? That was two weeks ago. It's <laughs> April. We stopped selling them in March. I, I, but I, my, my parents, like Moth went with me. She had to have gone with me. I think that you do this in pairs. You don't just willy-nilly send a girl out to be like, send some Thin Mints over to Mr. Jones over there. I don't know. That's gross. That's scary. That's the 80s, baby. (laughs) And we're the milk carton kids. They go well with cookies. Gross. It's so funny that we got the same article. Blonde. Hair. Hair. Flowing. Forever flowing. And she says he says it twice. Yeah, he really wants to hammer in the uh, the descriptors of this chick here. And and then I read it and I thought, like, God only knows what that lovely trusting child. I read it as thrusting child, and I was like, um. <laughs> it's moments like, like that. <laughs> this dyslexia this, is really fucking is not great. gentle, thrusting in the wind. <laughs> All right, I have a different article for you that okay. I now have to go back and find. Because uh, we grabbed the same article. I didn't even notice. said Abby, not Anne. All right. Well, this one comes from the Battle Creek Inquirer, Battle Creek, Michigan, July 19th, 1975. Dear Ann Landers, I am a 16-year-old girl who has sold many things door-to-door, such as Girl Scout cookies, raffle tickets, and candy. In the past two years, five men have appeared at the door completely naked. What? Most of the incidents were at apartments. The latest one was last week when I was selling candy for a school fundraising project. (laughs) I have checked with two girlfriends and they admitted the same thing happened to them. 
You may not want to print this letter, but I'd like to know if it's against the law for a man to answer his door nude. We don't want to make trouble for anybody, but we'd like an answer. Signed, Wondering. Dear Wondering, there is no law that says a person cannot walk around nude in his own home. A man or woman who displays himself in the manner described in your letter, however, could be arrested for indecent exposure in certain jurisdictions. Hey, young! Hey! Hey, there goes. I'll get it. Ding dong, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) You said it, sister. I'll get it. Oh, I'll have some tag-alongs and uh... Oh, I'm sorry I dropped my wallet. No, sir, please don't bend over. Hey, I'm here for the Girl Scout. Would you like Would you like to buy a box of ball sacks? I mean, thin mints. Uh, it's fine if, if, if it's um, testes. I mean, tag-alongs. Tag-alongs. Lots of tag-alongs. Do you ever, like, talk to somebody who's naked, who has no problem being naked, and you, you make, you over-compensate um, by making eye contact with, like, their forehead? To really drive it home that you're not looking at their junk. <laughs> Where would I be? Oh, you mean like at a nude beach? Like if you were to, like even a gym, a gym locker. I don't talk to anyone at the gym locker. Like I went, oh, I have a friend who's like a nudist. This is just a sidebar. We'll go is back to Steph? Girl Scouts being is it naked. Steph? Uh, no, it's surprising. No, no. She, she, can't, she grew up in a, no, a never nude house also. But like a friend who's way too comfortable being nude. And she would talk to me like we were in, in a dressing room together. She's way too comfortable being, I'm like, just going back in my head. And she's trying to carry on a conversation. And, and she's naked from the waist down. So I'm trying to be cool about it and not be all Catholic. And be like, put on some pants, which is what I wanted to scream. So I'm just trying to be cool. But I'm like, looking at her so hard in the eyes that I'm like, basically, well, look, look how I'm looking at you. I'm looking Mm -hmm. above your forehead right now, being like, so, do you want to go out for drinks after the show tonight? That would be a wonderful thing. Um, I'm not at all looking at your your junk. I'm really focusing on the the space above your head. She goes home. She's like, the strangest thing. Erin was staring at me like she wanted to fuck me. (laughs) She didn't blink for five straight minutes. She's like, I don't know what to tell her. It's awkward. Do you want to get with this? I guess they're swingers. I don't know. 100% these guys answering their doors, especially in apartments who have a peephole, hello, are like, there's a girl out there. Quick, pants off, Carl. Who, but who goes to their door? I don't understand if you're a nudist. To your door naked, and you just willy-nilly open the door. Yeah. Well, there are people who want to get a rise out of you or a rise out of themselves. I I, know. I'm not going to answer the door naked. I, I don't even Do you walk to... around naked in your house? You really can't. Now that I've really why, looked out your windows in your apartment. Why would I? Well, everybody else in your apartment building seems to be doing it. I'm... Yeah. Yeah. But like, I just know people who, I have a fr- I was going to say her name again. I got to stop myself yeah, from don't. accidentally. The friend who, she and her husband, as soon as they get home. Now, I, when I get home, I want to get in my comfy clothes. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. Maybe that's their comfy clothes. Their comfy clothes is no clothes. Right. But literally naked. And I was like, I'm never going to go over your house knowing that you've sat on every couch, every yeah. surface with your bare ass. I mean, you must feel great. Like, you never have to misjudge a fart. I can't. <laughs> like that, good for Needless you. to say. Good for your constitution. There is not one piece of white furniture in that house, well, whether intentional or unintentional. Mm, beige, browns. Why is that? Oh, oh. Got it. I love the streaky pattern. Oh, I think you got chocolate on your couch. (laughs) Oh, that's not chocolate. But she and her husband, too. I've seen her husband. These aren't the people that you want to see naked. 
But well. like the idea of, and I know that they'd put on clothes if somebody was in the house with them, but you know, even just that, what are you doing? I don't I, just walk around the house naked, answer the door naked. You know what you're doing. You're at the stove naked. You're in front of the fridge naked. You're making bacon naked. There's spatter. No. Naked. Home improvement naked. No. Computer naked. Bleaching your floor naked. Wiping down the countertops naked. Uh-huh. Yeah. Plunging. I'm just, I'm just doing the windows naked. Naked. No. <laughs> no. That's why, like at nude beaches, I'm like, just stay still. I don't want to see you. Don't move. There's so much sucking in that has to happen. Uh-huh. And just like, don't pick that up. Don't pick that up. It's oh, got to look like an oil painting. I, just, I would not move a, an inch. I don't. The jiggle factor is severe. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, mean, I, feel, I mean, I'm even wearing clothes on the train, and if I feel like my body's jiggling, I'm sucking in. I'm like, for who? For, uh, for what? who? What's happening? You can't. I'm bent over. Yeah, I've got a mask on. I've got a hat. I've got a scarf. I've got, you know. That guy's rolling a spliff two seats mm-hmm. away from me. Nobody's watching you. Yeah. No yet. one cares. Yeah. Jiggle. You're jiggling, baby. Go ahead. Okay. Give me another article. This is from the Miami News, Miami, Florida. Oh, Florida. I know. April 29th, 1988. Buyer of Girl Scout cookies resents hard sell at work. Dear Abby, 35-year-old Girl Scouts are almost unheard of until cookie selling season approaches. Then these badgeless mothers are turned loose in the workplace to unload goods for their 10-year-old kids. I thought you were going to say badgeless motherfuckers. I was like, wait a minute. Is that get printed? Co-workers of parents whose children participate in sports or other activities are subjected to seasonal pitches for fundraising items. Whatever happened to the Girl Scouts and Little Leaguers who are used to go from door to door to sell their cookies and candies? I frequently buy wares from their children's parents, but just once I'd like to see a handwritten acknowledgement from the child on the bulletin board in mom or dad's workplace. I will remain skeptical that Girl Scouts even exist unless my co-workers are allowed to wear their green uniforms to the office. Thanks, Abby, for letting me sound off. Signed, Heidi, former door knocker. Ooh, Heidi's knockers. Jesus, Heidi. Damn, Heidi, get yeah, in the spirit the of the thing. What happened at work? What you want? Do you actually ask yourself, Heidi, before you answer this question, if you want a bunch of kids walking around cubicle, cubicle to cubicle. Yeah, we'll say no. that five times. Cubicle fast. to cubicle. cubicle. Save it. Dear Heidi, I see your point, and you are not alone. However, let's be fair. I've been I've seen supervised supervised Girl Scouts selling their cookies outside supermarkets and malls. Always cheerful, persistent, and enthusiastic. At the workplace, you are buying cookies, not gratitude. And it and if that leaves a bad taste in your mouth, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Where else that's are you cute. gonna get people to buy these things? You know, I mean it, I my mother would bring her, my Girl Scout cookie form, and people are happy to do it. Crotchety Heidi. Then say no. Like yeah, you say, uh, but you feel obliged to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to know what the most amount, and here's a good thing to look up. What is the record for most Girl Scout cookies sold, and what do they get? Because you would win stuff. They're probably from an Italian family. Ah, uh, manja! You're going to buy 200 boxes of Tagalongs right now. I'm going to buy 200 boxes of Tagalongs right, right now. That's right, that's okay, right. Okay, can I get some Thin Mints right. too? Do you want me to buy Thin Mints? Joey Bag of Donuts, get the fucking Thin Mints. Okay. You go. You just roll up in an unmarked van. These are for you. I don't <gasps> want any. These are for you. Write your check. Okay, I'll take 20 <laughs> boxes, please. 20 times what? <laughs> 20 times 80. 80 what? 
thousand. Right. Okay. <laughs> let me just let me just dip into my four hundred one k. I'll be back with the That's money. Great. I'll be back, Charlie. Okay. Just don't <laughs> hurt me. Are you ready for the most amount of boxes sold? What is your guess? The maximum. There's one person. Who <laughs> the worst name? I can't wait to say this. So, what is your guess? What would be the most amount of boxes of Girl Scout cookies sold? Hit it. By one person? One person. Like one person like came to one my house. One little Girl like, Scout is responsible for holding the title of most Girl Scout cookies sold. I'd say 10,000. I'd say you're wrong. Okay. What, what is it? 32,484 boxes. Would she go to Ellis Island? Her last name is Bumpus. Lily Bumpus. Bumpus. Lily Bumpus. The Bumpus Hounds. Lily Bumpus sold 32,484 boxes. <laughs> yes, she sat at Ellis Island, <laughs> and as people rolled in. Welcome to America. You need to buy this cookie now. You know that there's some girl on the edge of Poland right now being like, <laughs> Welcome to Poland. Buy some of us. <laughs> Welcome to the Statue of Liberty. These are cookies. That's, and that's capitalist. Like <laughs> that's how to you know, take advantage of the market, baby. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Pay attention to the fluctuations. Not unlike the girl who opened up the Girl Scout cookie stand next to the weed dispensary. Right. The most I mean, brilliant entrepreneur. I swear to God, she should have been featured and, in a magazine. Yeah. Or in front of Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers or any of that. Yeah. Curves. Yeah. There is a Krispy Kreme by a Weight Watchers. I mean, that's just mean. I mean. How are you feeling, March? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I can run all the way to Texas and get back, but my daughter can't. <laughs> I'm fine. I don't need you. I'm fine. I'd put horse blinders on. <laughs> that's a lot of cookies. Thir- 32,484 boxes. Mm-hmm. And do you think she did that door-to-door? No! She had friends in high places. I'll say. Buying yachts full of cookies. She's the youngest of 13 children. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Aunts and uncles with guilty consciences. Uh, I have one more Girl Scout thing. Now, this is uh, this is not about Girl Scout cookies, but I went with the Girl Scout theme, okay. and thank God I did, as we had an overlap in mm. articles. All right. This comes from the Indianapolis Star, Indianapolis, Indiana, May 28, 1972. Promise book recalled by former Girl Scout. Dear Ann Landers, When I read the letter about the young, newly married woman who gave the overworked mother next door 40 slips of paper, each one entitling her to an evening of free babysitting, I said to myself, I bet she was once a Girl Scout. I remember so well when I was a Girl Scout many years ago. We made promise books and how they shaped my growing up years. I had slips that promised my mother I would do the dishes, make the beds, repaper the pantry shelves, and polish the silver... A promise slip was like a sacred pledge. It represented my integrity, and I never failed to honor each and every one's service. I, Ori, Ori, the type print was weird. Okay, wait, 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 wait. It represented my integrity, and I never failed to honor each and every one. Girl Scouts are service-oriented. They learn the joy of being useful at an early age, and it never leaves them. I'll bet you were a Girl Scout, Anne. Please print this letter and let us know. Signed, Longtime Rita. Dear Rita, yes, I was. Would you believe 41 years ago? Our troop leader was Miss Jane Driver, the eighth grade teacher at North Junior High School in Sioux City, Iowa. It was an excellent learning experience from which I profited greatly. Ian! I remember my troop leader, Miss Jane Driver, with her long blonde hair flowing in the wind. She walked up to me and said, Ann, will you sell these tagalongs? 
and I tagged along. How I loved Miss Jane Driver. What when was the question? She, when, <laughs> when Jane came with me, and her blonde hair blowing in the wind, her supple breasts. Supple? The- stop saying supple. It upsets me so much. <laughs> A bead of sweat going in between her bosoms. She told me that I could get a vagina badge if I worked hard enough. <laughs> she said, can you see my thong through this tight skirt? I said, no. I she said, no, said, because it's a thick cotton poly wool blend. She's like, that's right. Do you want to smell it? And I said, maybe I do. And she's like, why don't you come and get it? And I said, all right. <laughs> and it smelled like Thin Mints. And that's how I got my badge. My vag badge. <laughs> My badge of honor. <laughs> What's that always, badge all about? That's dirty. rock climbing. That's my vag badge. The what? Yeah, that's Same right. Same as spelunking. <laughs> Just different. And this it is where we like go all the time. We can't not bring it back to dirty and raunchy. And frankly, dear listeners, that's why you come here. For that's stuff right. that's not safe at work, damn it. Oh, my God. Uh, is there anything else we want to add to these articles? Or should we just move on to the Instagram? Just move on. I think it's time. We've really lubed up a lot. Okay. Yes. It's time, time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Get out your badges. Instagram mail. Put it on my sash. Will you put it on my sash? Why don't you taste my underwear? What? Who? No, what's that? Don't you oh, dare come to the door wearing nothing but your birthday suit. Oh, I'm just wearing two cookies. What? Wait, do the guy opening the door and I'll be the Girl Scout that, that, that's not ready for it. Oh, hey. Oh, my God. Hey, would you like to buy some Thin Mints? I can maybe get you some dosy dos and some Samoas. You know what? I'm going to come right back. I'll put you down for five boxes, but I'll come back when you're wearing boxers. Okay, bye. Are you sure? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll be running with the bulls down the street. Oh, I forgot to pick up my paper. Oh. Ew! <laughs> Thank God it's paper. It cleans up so easily. Oh, I dropped it again. Oh. Okay. USA Today. Sir, I can see your brown star. Ew! Parking in oh, the rear. S- speaking of which, I'll have that new... I'll, have that I'll new. take that new brownie cookie. <laughs> Put me down hey, for five. I'm really down for brownies. Oh, yeah. I just. Oh, my God. Hold it up against this. Send oh, yeah. the brownies the next same, time. right? Isn't that funny? All right, we have an Instagram mail question this week. If I put you it between write... my butt cheeks, you could probably eat it, right? <laughs> Ew, little Thin Mints. I, I, this is a sidebar. I have a friend who's a burlesque performer, and I follow sure. her on Instagram. Okay. And her big claim to fame is that she puts stuff between her cheeks. And she just stands with things between her butt cheeks, because there's something for everyone on Instagram. Sure. I need to find a hook, an angle. Like a But literally, head. like, she takes requests. Yeah, like, she could, honest to God, she'd be like, I'm, and then it's just a picture of her ass Holding the shrunken head between her cheeks. I like like the shrunken head from Beetlejuice. Exactly. That's what I want to see. Well, she had an apple back there one day, so I was like, good grip. What if she did um, one of those uh, cat clocks and she put it between <laughs> her legs or her butt cheeks and then the eyes just kept looking back and <laughs> it's forth? It's like a flavor flave yeah. type. Whoa, 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 <laughs> left, whoa. right, left, right, looking at the ass cheeks. I like that. Another sidebar, I overheard two guys having a conversation this week and I caught the tail end of it, literal tail end. One of the guys goes, so did you have to show your ass? And the other one went, yeah, you can't win best ass unless you show it. And I was like, that's our new slogan, you guys. Good point. Welcome to New York. Good point taken. That's like someone who isn't very good at small talk. No, I think that he was really just searching for the information. Maybe he needs it for himself. How do I win best ass? You got to show it. Truer words have never been said. True. 
other words are being said right now. And those words that we get from you guys, Instagram mail. So email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial and give us an Instagram listener question and we shall answer it. Patois, do it. Dear Pod, I was invited to a friend's house for dinner the other night. They made pasta and salad and we had a lovely night. Then as I was leaving, they asked for my Venmo. They requested $20. It's not even like we ordered food. They invited me to dinner and charged me. It was so awkward. I didn't know what to do, so I paid them. But now I have a horrible taste in my mouth, and I'm not talking about the penne. Is this normal? Do I bring it up the next time I see them? Signed, we didn't even get DoorDash. Dear Dash, please review your resume, skills, and degrees. Tally up what you should make per hour lecturing based on your experience. Float them a speaking engagement fee and see if they get the message. (laughs) I'm sure your education and expertise added more to the conversation that night than Charlie and Charo cheapskate. If you don't have that scholastic background to warrant that, then perhaps go with an actor's rate and make sure you add in your own wardrobe, travel, hair and makeup team, and tack on hazard pay since you're navigating this new dicey friendship dance. If they want to play games, you go big. I'm sure it'll far exceed that insulting $20 Venmo request. If they want to play this low-rent insult tit-for-tat crap, then knock their socks off with your invoice, and I can assure you that you will never see a goddamn Venmo come your way from them again. And P.S., what shitty dinner did you have for 20 bucks? Coke and Pringles? Level up next time and get better friends. Very similar thought processes (laughs) and our answers this week, and that I need to talk about this some more, so I'll give you Ed's answer. Dear Dawn, this is the tackiest thing I have ever read. And I read Jackie Collins novels. You're telling me someone invited you to dinner and dropped you with a bill? Who the hell do they think they are? Ruth's Chris? And not for nothing. (laughs) But since when is shitty macaroni 20 bucks? I mean, I understand inflation, but some chef boy RD and a bag of lettuce? Go scratch! There are many ways to handle this. Number one, you could reach out to your so-called friend and say... Hey, I didn't know you were going to charge me for dinner. Maybe give me a heads up next time so I can hit a Wendy's before I come to your place. Number two, you could pay him and leave a passive-aggressive note on his Venmo wall that simply says, 20 bucks for dinner for which I did not know a friend would bill me. Leave it out there for all to see. Number three, invite him to dinner at your place and charge him for it. Or number four, spend another $20 and ship him a book on etiquette. I don't care how progressive we become as a society. There are some social norms by which we must abide. Don't pick your nose in public. Don't sit right next to someone in a mostly empty movie theater. And don't charge a friend you invite to your home for dinner. If I were you, I would write off this friendship and write off that dinner on your taxes next year. Good luck, you minus one friend son of a bitch. And happy grudge holding. And... It's one thing to say, hey, let's order some food together and like, oh. Venmo me for it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're coming over for lasagna. And I'm making you dinner. Yeah. I am assuming the responsibility of yeah. paying for that. I am hosting you in my mm-hmm. home. I have offered to do this. Now, I have done a little bit of sleuthing around on the interwebs. And this seems to happen now more often than not. More often than you know. I think I would respond with, are you kidding me? I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what to do. Also, it's like depends on how close the friendship is. So if it's like one of these sort of like secondary level friends, like a B level friend, I'd be like, like my my social contract would kick in and I'd feel like I have to do it. Mm -hmm. 
But then you'd Venmo with like, are you kidding me? $20. I, but I don't even know if I would do it. I just think I would just like not hanging out and I wouldn't hang out with them again. I get real passive aggressive in this situation. I'm like, I'm just going to retract my friendship entirely then tell you what you're doing wrong since you don't seem to know it. $20 though. Like it's, I, for this, there's actually, there's no. They literally like worked a tip into it because if it's penne pasta. Right. Penny costs nothing. Well, right. now, now with the war being what it is, yeah. she's about to get expensive. Um, I had a birthday once, and this is a weird thing. You only the one? Only just the one. Mm-hmm. From now, on, from then on, it was anniversaries. Oh, I took God. the Mariah Carey angle, of course, as you should. But it was—I was doing a show. I was away with like a group of people, and so they knew that my birthday was coming up because I was you know, reminding them. Right. Every turn. Yeah. And um, there was posters. So one of the guys in the cast, weird guy, he he made me a big birthday cake. Just made me a cake. Made mm-hmm. me a cake. And then he went around and asked everybody in the rest of the group to pay him for for everything. Like if you're gonna make a cake and you went down that road, you did that of your own volition and your own choice. But yes. then he started asking everybody to pay him for a cake that he made for me. Which was extra weird because I was like, I never wanted it. I never asked you to make it. What the hell, Ina Garden ingredients did you use that you feel like you need to cut the cost? What did you use, like, guitar chocolate? Like, well, you know, the best mayonnaise? Can you imagine if, like, you help someone move and then you, like, a Venmo Venmo request came through and, like, um... 1,500 bucks. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought it was... Well, there's my car and then... There's gas. And then my rate. Labor. Per hour. Yeah. Yeah. So... Then what would you do? What is wrong? I think people have just lost their fucking mind. Yeah, they've lost their mind. But it seems to be a thing right now. If you if you look and you look it up, there's like huge Reddit threads about like um, these aren't my friends. No, but if if that happened to you, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to think think of like put somebody in your mind right now that's sort of like in your B chain of friends because mm-hmm. not a lot of us have, especially at this age, the A level friends. Mm-hmm. You can count on maybe. Max two hands what your A-level friends are around you. Is this someone that I would be like... Do you want to keep the friendship up? Yeah, you're hanging out with them. I I might do the passive-aggressive like, oh, I thought you invited me over for dinner. Okay, sure, here's my 20 bucks. Yeah, I think that I would do the exact same thing. Because again, like the, you got to think honestly. Yeah. Our Catholic <clears throat> social conscience. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I, I just thought you were doing it out of the goodness of your heart. Okay, no? Okay, great. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like if you, like, helped an elderly woman across the street, and then you got there, and you're like, okay, $15. And she For was, that walk. What? Yeah, yeah. Then I also wouldn't have the signed up. I'll take the purse. <laughs> and the teeth. Yeah. Spit them in my hand. Yeah. Or Let's just do the it. one tooth. I'll just take the one gold tooth from your mouth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pay up or shut up. Yeah, or you can just blow me. Take the teeth out first. <laughs> There's no such thing as a good service. But what a weird thing. That would thing. be a good service. No teeth. Oh, no teeth, no fruit. Yeah. Vodka soda, no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a niche market, yeah. but hey, there's something for everybody. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. Isn't it weird? But go ahead, go online, y'all, and do a little bit of Googling. That's do a on you. Bit of That's on you. You'd like, it, like, what if like I made someone dinner once and they never showed up? Would you charge them for it? No. No. I'm not an asshole. I would never... Invite someone to my house with the intention of making dinner. Like door dashing is one thing. Right. Because we've all done that. Where it's like, I just come over to my house, we'll get food, and then just Venmo me, whatever. That's right. common. 
That is a common occurrence. But if you're inviting somebody over to your house for dinner as your guest, you take on the expense. Yeah. Yeah, Out of your head. Yeah. Oh, my God. This makes me as angry as spelunking. I mean... Hey, so um, I ordered some caviar. Can anyone just give me $300 per person? Yeah, what? but I never, I, I, it reminds me, I went to a friend's, this is like when I was like kind of new to the city and very money scarce okay. actor, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah. I went to a friend's birthday thing, which was at this pizza place. And I sat down and got like a Diet Coke because I was like, well, like, they just, it was like a big table full of people and they were all getting pizzas. And then I got hit with the same bill that everybody else did. Yes. I didn't eat anything. I didn't eat anything. Those are those other, that's where it's like, it's, that is a weird thing. I've been there too. And it's Hateful. Like, oh, that's shit. weird. It's like, well, I didn't do anything. So but why should I? Well, because you're paying for the birthday girl guy. No, but it was more than that. These were like 30 people at a table. There were multiple pizzas. I just walked mm. in. The like Like dinner had already started. I came in on the very tail end of it. Right. And I did that specifically because I did not want to eat and pay. Right. Specifically, I I crafted it so that I would come in, just say, hey, had a drink at the end of the table, and mm-hmm. that was that. But then I, when the bill came, they said to me, they're like, oh, it's like $30. And I'm like, what the? F- well, no. that's when I was like, well, I have friends that don't drink, and they're like, well, I'm not going to pay. For don't liquor. S- yeah. I'm not yeah. going to split that because you guys had 15 martinis and I had Absolutely. an herbal tea. That's, I mean, that's why bill splitting is a very important thing. If you're at a group of, with uh, a table with like well, a lot of people. Why, that's why you have to like set your expert like, oh, I'm sorry, Carol Ann, I didn't eat anything. I had a soda, so I will give you $3. Absolutely. And you kind of, but I, I was so nervous and I was like, oh, uh, and I didn't want to like make a fuss and stuff. So you end up paying. Now, if that were to happen to me now. Hell no. Mm-hmm. But also, like, you have good people that are like, oh, you didn't even eat anything. Just give me yeah, what you Yeah, but nobody get, was coming to the table for me on that one, you know, mm-hmm. because it cut their price down. And I didn't of really course. know these people these that people well. People are assholes. I hate Garbage everybody. People. Garbage pale kids. I'm a Girl Scout. I'm a Girl Scout. I'm a Girl Scout. Last year, I raised more than $2,000 for local charities. I helped organize a food drive on Thanksgiving. I used to overcharge my customers $2 a box and pocket the extra cash. I love being part of such an awesome community. I feel so accomplished. During Prohibition, I would take a box of Thin Mints and replace the cookies with a bottle of brain alcohol that I made in my bathtub. Very lucrative. I'll be a Girl Scout forever. I'll be a Girl Scout forever. I've done some things, unspeakable things. Girl Scouts of America, most of us haven't done time for armed robbery. So this is the original, like, um, uh, Ponzi scheme, right? Oh, absolutely, but at least it's delicious. It's like, it's like... St- well, I was really great selling Girl Scout cookies, and I'm going to sell cosmetics door to door. Yeah, it's just um, a gateway drug uh-huh. to bigger sales. Yeah, but it's I'm like in. when everyone was trying to sell me toothpaste. Was this a thing? Yeah, not that long ago. Like everyone was trying to like every. Was it like Market America? Something like that. Like, uh. every, like the side gig of like 
chorus boys was selling toothpaste. It's like, like Arbonne. Yeah. Yeah. When girls are like, I just tried this new skin cream. My, I have still have friends that are doing this and they're pushing it on their social needs. And I just, I get so uncomfortable. You guys really know that I don't like to hawk anything right. And it's like. You guys, I, this is so not like me. This is why I, st- <laughs> with the fact, the second that you say that, I'm like, it's entirely like you. That mm-hmm. is what you're going to do. I don't usually like endorse products like this, you guys, but this under eye cream, it changed my life. <laughs> I do that, but then I like use it in a different way. I'd be like, you guys, this under eye cream is delicious. <laughs> oh, I spread it on a piece of toast. It's really good for crowding if you're redoing your bathroom. <laughs> I did not expect him to say that. I think that. we should do it like, guys, I normally, I normally don't take time to do this on my TikTok or whatever the fuck this is, but this will literally change your life. They're called Samoas. They're <laughs> these little creatures that go door to door selling these items. It literally will change your life. I didn't feel great. And then I had three boxes of this while I was watching House Hunters. And now I feel like I can conquer a nap. And now you have to grease the door frame for me to get out. But it's so <laughs> worth it, you guys. Guys. Hey, like, guys. hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, humans. I Hey, humans. Hey. Hey, humans. I also feel like the the cookies get getting smaller and smaller. They are. They're trying to make America less fat. They're like, we've learned. I mean, have you looked at like McDonald's burgers, Big Macs? Everything is getting smaller. Everything's getting tinier now. Yes. Yeah. Correct. I've I said that about Samoas. I was like, it used to be, have I gotten larger or have the Samoas gotten smaller? I f- what? Just I'm very excited about this. This is, this is going to kill you, but goddamn. It'll be worth it. Okay. Are you ready? We're gonna uh, we're gonna give this a whirl. Then we're gonna we're gonna get in the new car. We're gonna channel okay. Jules down to his little place. To um, his little to his little show. To your little giggling. All right. I'm very excited for this week's specialty cocktail because, of course, this week's theme being Girl Scout cookies. We had to find a Girl Scout cookie themed beverage. Are you ready? Yes. Let's sing it in for the girls. It's time. For a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. Can I put you down for six boxes? How about seven? I'm trying to get my troop to go to Guatemala. And it relies on you. Each cookie box is expensive now. They have raised their prices. They're up to five bucks a box now. What? Which makes it easier. I hel- I, I was only like- going to buy three boxes, but then I handed the girl a 20 and I said, fuck it, keep that extra five. And I grabbed a box of Adventure Fools. <laughs> so this week's theme is special is uh, Girl Scout cookies and the specialty cocktail is the Thin Mint. Oh, look mm. at that. He put a little logo there. Isn't that adorable? Oh. Just like the Girl Scouts, James Jules Ferris is ready to help out wherever he is needed. He must know how to do his job well, even in an emergency. All right, this is your nightmare, but get ready. Here's okay. what you need. Two ounces cream. Oh, no. <laughs> one ounce peppermint schnapps. One ounce Irish cream. Oh. One ounce creme de cacao. What? One ounce Kahlua. What is wrong with you? And a half ounce of vodka. Not taken from Russia, as we have stopped that. <laughs> Here's what you need to do. Add all ingredients to a cocktail shaker. Fill with ice and shake. Pour into martini glass that has been rimmed (laughs) with crushed Girl Scouts. Girl Scout Thin Mint Cookies. This has been rimmed with Thin Mints. Are you even ready for this? Here are the tasting notes. 
Can we take a moment out and come together as a nation, or perhaps as a world, and just agree that Girl Scout cookies were the greatest invention of the 20th century? I have not met one human being who doesn't get all giggly when the Girl Scouts drop off their yearly order at the front door. The time has come for us to pay back these creepy girls in green and show our respect by saluting them with our own themed cocktail. Feel free to alternate the amount of vodka used in this recipe if you need more of an adult punch in the face. Don't have a martini glass on hand. Grab a rocks glass and pour this sweet minty liquid dessert over ice. Oh my God, this is my mother's dream come true. Seriously. Mm. Oh, we here at the Maha Tiki Lounge have always been a Samoa family with a tag-along chaser. Oh, tag-alongs. God, I'm oh, getting hungry reading this. Go it's on. the one with peanut butter. Okay. Uh, but because it is the American way, there will always be a box of Thin Mints making magic inside our freezer. God bless the girls in green and their parents for doing most of the grunt work by bringing their order forms to our offices and making our lives a little sweeter. And that is the Thin Mint. Are you even ready for this? You're going to literally <laughs> as soon as literally you sip it. Ready. All right. Shin, shin. Ooh. Taste the Thin Mints going in. Th- think Thin Mint. Think Thin Think thin. It smells delicious. Oh, yeah. I'd add more vodka. But that's just me. I need a little bit more pain with my pleasure. This is like a shake. It is. Alcoholic. This it's... is like a shamrock shake. Alcohol. <gasps> Tis the season. It's, but it's, um, you can taste a burning? little. What's it's that the... burning afterwards? <laughs> I think it's the peppermint schnapps. Oh, I feel it now. Oh, it's wow, like, that was like, real time. It's a, uh, it's almost like a ring of fire on your tongue. On your throat, on the back of your throat. Huh? It's a ring of fire. It was, it was a lot. Well, you chugged it. <laughs> Wait a minute, let's get it. It is the My tongue is numb. It's something, My tongue is something's not right. right. <laughs> something's, something's off. It's, you know what, the cream... And like the sugar and all that is a distraction, and then the peppermint schnapps I will just hit, have a kick you in the back of the throat. No, no, no. It's, but I'm still gonna do it. I'm still gonna drink it. This is a drink for anybody who loves a sugar beverage. You know what it's like? It's like a mudslide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out your pants. <laughs> yeah. I'll, a, I'll have a mudslide on my way home. I'm sliding right now off uh-huh. my chair. Ah. Oh. Not bad. I keep doing it though. This happens every time. I can't if I, I won't because it's make got it. the sugar. I'll keep going back in for the sugar. Is the thing. Mm-hmm. My mother will love this cocktail. This is her kind of bevy. I say, you know my what? Ma- my tongue is numb, as if I were just as if I put numbing cream on my tongue. Yeah, it's weird. It's the peppermint schnapps. I think that's what it is. Makes your tongue yum, yum 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 yum. Ooh, I'm doing chords. This is this. If you uh, froze this, if you blended it and then served it at a comedy club as somebody's about to say the punchline i think <laughs> that that's like a also bunch of children an and then um i don't wait what if you I were said? a kid you would know and the funny thing is this is like what it's got one two three four five different liquors in it five this is it's like a long island ice creamy tea that <clears throat> sounds disgusting yeah a creamy long island creamy oh, give me God. a creamy long island mm. Mm. am i the only one still drinking this this episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions. Okay. It's getting dark, so I gotta talk fast. I have a letter. This simply must be shared with you right away. It's from my friend Sean McCourt. Actually, it's from Sean's daughter, Charlotte. 
Some of you know Sean. He works on the podcast with me. His daughter Charlotte's like 11, I think. She's a Girl Scout. Ah. If the, Fred, if there's a Girl Scout in your life, <laughs> you've already been hit up for cookies, but not like this. Sean says this this morning. It says, hey, Mike, um, <laughs> I told Charlotte that my best friend from high school is very rich. An hour later, I found this in the sent folder on my computer. <laughs> so his girl <laughs> writes this letter to his rich friend. Dear Mr. Michelson, I am Sean Patrick McCourt's daughter. The only time I ever met you was in Disney World. It was some time ago. I have been informed that you may want to purchase a few Girl Scout cookie boxes for our troops fighting overseas. This is good news. First, let me say that I belong to Troop 22918. We're a minuscule but mighty troop of five people. I always sell the most boxes of anyone in my troop. My goal this year is 300 because that's how many delectable Girl Scout cookie boxes I sold last year. I do hope you'll purchase a few boxes from my website. The link is below. <laughs> Here we go. Most importantly, I would like to tell you about the cookies themselves. For some of the descriptions, I'm afraid, use false advertising. <laughs> Note, I am rating all of the boxes on a scale of 1 to 10. 10 being the best, 1 being the worst. Let's begin with Savannah Smiles. <laughs> Savannah Smiles are like sweet lemon wedges with just the right balance of sweet and sour. This cookie gets a seven for its divine taste. Next is the trefoil. This is a plain peanut butter cookie that pairs nicely with any hot drink. I give it a six because alone it's kind of boring. The do si -do is a peanut butter sandwich. I give it a five for its unoriginality and its blandness. The next cookie is the Samoa. Wow, the Samoa. I give it a nine. The Samoa has amazing flavor. Now, let's discuss the Tagalog. If you don't like peanut butter, do not buy this cookie. However, I give it an eight for the chocolate peanut butter combination. Inspired. <laughs> Next is the Thin Mint. I give it a nine for the delectable chocolate mint combination. Also inspired. Then comes the S'more cookie. If you have a wild sense of adventure, try the s'more. Full disclosure, I have not tried the s'more, so I cannot rate it in good conscience. Last, and yes, I'm sorry to say least, is the toffee-tastic. The toffee-tastic is a bleak, flavorless, gluten-free wasteland. I'm telling you, it's as flavorless as dirt. Notice, Mr. Michelson, how none of the cookie boxes are rated a 10. There's a reason for this. It's because the only way to get a 10 is by donating a box. Any box. It helps strike a spark into the treacherous lives of those men and women protecting our country and keeping America safe. Please, won't you honor them by donating a box of Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> to recap... My name is Charlotte, and I love being honest with my clients. <laughs> no kidding. The Girl Scout organization can sometimes use false advertising. <laughs> These ratings are only my opinion. Yours may vary. <laughs> and then she rates them all again. Oh, God, I love this kid. I swear, I, um, I know a lot of 
people in a lot of Fortune 500 companies, and I, I'm going to recommend that, that they hire Charlotte McCourt to rewrite their sales manual because this kid understands the basic tenets of sales. You, 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 you can't sell a product unless the people first trust you, and the best way to get them to trust you is to tell them to, the truth, even, even if the truth involves words like unoriginality and blandness and bleak, flavorless, gluten-free wasteland. <laughs> mm, that's fantastic. Um, there, that's her, uh, that's her website. It's a digital cookiesgirlscout.org slash scout slash charlotte slash 3699. Her goal is 300. She's got 153 right now. Buy a box of cookies, would you? You know, you do it for Charlotte. Do it for Sean. <laughs> do it for the, you know what? No. Don't do it for Charlotte or Sean or the Girl Scouts or eat, eat even the troops. Do it for truth and advertising. <laughs> Send a message vis-a-vis -vis Charlotte and the Girl Scouts that when you tell the truth, good things happen. Unless, of course, <laughs> you get sued. <laughs>